The full financial and reputational impact is yet to hit Optus. And as we've just heard, the embattled telco is digging deeper in this crisis, saying it's not planning to compensate customers. This morning, Optus released its half-year financial results in Singapore. And even though they don't include the impact of yesterday's outage, the company is already under pressure from rising costs from inflation. I spoke earlier with our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Peter, what are these half-year results telling us about Optus? Well, in the big picture, it's looking pretty positive, Stephanie. And the good news for Optus's Singapore-based parent company, Singtel, its half-year profit is up by 83% to the equivalent of $2.4 billion Australian dollars. But when you break out Optus from these results in the six months to September, its earnings are down by almost 14% to $141 million operating expenses up, inflation problematic, so margins or profits have been eroded. There's also no mention of yesterday's outage as expected in the Optus statement, though Singtel is feeling the fallout. Its shares plunged 4.8% in Singapore trade yesterday. Also today, the National Australia Bank posted a $7.4 billion full-year profit, up almost 8%. It's benefited from high interest rates, the 13th since May 2022 on Tuesday. I spoke with Chief Executive Ross McEwen about mortgage stress, the risk of a recession, and just how high interest rates will go. But like most other businesses, the NAB is connected with Optus. And Mr McEwen told me that as a banking CEO, he worries about outages and also the ever-present risk of cyber attacks and scams. And he says you can never rest easy. The impact we saw was mainly through our merchant business, where you go into tap and pay into a, at, a, at a cafe or the like. We saw some of those where they were using the Optus network, accepting payments or making payments. It's like any business. We need to make sure that we're very resilient to these changes. Um, just like Optus, we have to make sure we're spending a lot of money actually keeping these systems up. But unfortunately, these things do happen. But it does tell you a little bit about the potential exposure and the interconnectivity these days. Oh, totally. Across uh, big players like telcos, the banks, there is a big interconnectivity through technology. The National Australia Bank and, of course, other banks are exposed to potential outages and, of course, scams. But when you heard the news yesterday, did you sort of have there for the grace of God go I moment? Well, we are investing back into our business $1.4 billion a year on uh, our strengthening our technology, but you can never rest easy as you put your head on the pillow at night as the CEO. You know, unfortunately, these things do happen. Just on interest rates, we've had the 13th rate rise since May last year. So are we at the end? Look, our view is that we're getting very close to the top of the uh, interest rate cycle. But are we at the peak of interest rates yet? Well, I think, as I say, we've had 13 rises. We're getting pretty close to that top. Could I predict uh, where it is? You'd have to leave that with the Reserve Bank. The NAB was the first major bank to pass on the Reserve Bank's hike. So what do you say to the perception that you at the NAB are profiting from rising interest rates and borrower pain? It has been hard. It's been really hard for our mortgage customers. We know that. But, you know, when you have a look at what's going on with inflation, we've got to get that under control because households are always so suffering from power up, petrol up, 
groceries up and we've got to slow this inflation down and one of those ways of doing it is actually take money out of the system unfortunately. Yes you are doing what the Reserve Bank wants and taking money out of the economy but the Reserve Bank Governor Michelle Bullock says inflation looks like staying higher for longer so can we expect one maybe two more rate hikes? There may be one more but we'll leave that to the Reserve Bank but we have to get inflation out of this and uh, as the Governor said the other day it's stubborn inflation. Michelle Bullock the Reserve Bank Governor and her predecessor Philip Lowe have referred to the narrow path. Do you think that that narrow path is problematic and there's a risk of a recession if they tap too hard? Look, we're still of the view there won't be a recession in Australia. Unemployment is still very low, very low. It's still got a three in front of it, 3.7, 3.9. And we've got a mining sector that's still going very, very well. So I think there are just too many good things going on in this country uh, for us to see a recession, but it's it's feeling slower. So just on your customers, what are you seeing now in terms of mortgage stress after 13 rate hikes? Surprisingly, very little, but we know it is, is hurting households and they're having to make decisions about where they spend their money. But it, uh, we're still not seeing the arrears rates, which is where people are struggling, back to 2019 yet. And then you have the fixed rate loans or or the mortgage cliff, as it's sometimes called, uh, those mortgages expiring into a higher rates variable world. Is that going to be the thud when we get confirmation that these rate increases have been lagging? I've never bought into this thing called a mortgage cliff, uh, but it is very difficult for customers. But to date, they're adjusting, they're making the changes, they're being really sensible with their money, they're budgeting, despite what people say. People don't like being in great debt. They want to pay their bills, and that's what we're seeing customers adjusting. National Australia Bank Chief Executive Ross McEwen with Peter Ryan.